do I say what I'm about to say on this podcast? Might as well. So, okay. So, Isla Dawn's ring gear, right? <laughs> so, remind- was that the one I was thinking about? Was just a lot of ass. Yeah, you and Uriel made that comment. I was like, you know what? You're Uriel made right. the comment, not me. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta jump on Google and confirm what you're talking so, about. So, like, because this whole entire match, Isla Dawn's gear, I was just like, you just see pale white booty cheeks. <laughs> Everybody I was, was just like, like, "Is this normal?" That her ringer, it's a lot of ass. I'm like, "No, no, that's yeah. normal for Iladon." <laughs> yes, that sounds and about I, right. And I was just like, you know, I was like, seeing it live versus watching it on NXT UK on NXT television. I'm like, mm, okay, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy that we got new champions. Give me the, give me Iladon and Alba Fire, and give let uh. Katana Chance and Caden Carter go after the titles. I think those four will kill it. Let's give them a better spot in a car, not like right after like two fantastic matches back to back. Yeah. And then we had the main event for the NXT championship, Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes. I wasn't really a you know, I like Carmelo Hayes now after that. His entrance was also sick. It was because his entrance, because his new thing is when he does these big pay-per-view matches, kind of like how the basketball, well, any sports, but mostly basketball, they have retired jerseys for the basketball players hanging up in the arena or whatever. That was part of Carmelo's entrance, which listed all the names of superstars he had beaten. And then, of course, we're in Los Angeles. He comes out in uh, <laughs> the Laker colors, so purple and yellow. And then Braun Breaker comes out with, uh, you know, through a doghouse, which was very interesting. You know, I thought he was going to get the main roster. Yeah, there's that dog in them. I thought he was good. I thought Braun was going to get main roster call up, but apparently not. Because after this Tuesday, it seems that him and Carmella are going to go for round two. (laughs) Yeah, because like my prediction, I, I told Mikey was like, it's one of the few that I got wrong the entire time. Like, I'm surprised how many of these I got right. My prediction was he was going to, like, on the Raw After Mania, Theory was going to come out and do an open challenge, and Braun Breaker was going to come out and win it. But as we saw, that didn't happen. We will get to Raw After Mania because, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, mm. I had a great time because, like, we were just shooting the shit and hanging out. But yeah, I want my time, to- like, Maxine Waters, I want my time, my money, like, I want it all back. <laughs> Uh, then there was night one yes let's get into that Carmelo beat Braun the match did fumble a little bit between that because Carmelo missed his springboard like, the springboard he went for the a middle rope. springboard and he slipped got caught on the ropes Braun took it very well he just grabbed him and had him reset the spot really and so it went really smooth Braun did a very good job of resetting it but it looked like it slowed down uh, Hayes a little bit like he seemed like he was a little nervous after that and then but, it picked up, it picked back up. And then I was like, this is actually pretty decent. So stand to deliver kicked ass. So let's get into what happened a couple hours later. Night one well, of WrestleMania to the gobbledygooker. Uh, Cause he went to the superstore and uh, Mattel had toy displays out. And one of them was the gobbledygooker. gobbledygooker. And I had to take a picture of that. Dude. <laughs> I think that was a lot of fun. I mean, there was a lot of stuff there you could buy, yeah, but we I- saw, we saw the original million dollar championship. 
Which uh, was Miss Elizabeth crazy. shirt, the one that she, the star blue star one that she wore on top of Macho when she was riding on Macho's shoulders. We saw we the mousetrap from Sammy versus the mousetrap. <laughs> the mousetrap from Sammy versus the, the, Johnny the Knoxville. Thing, wow. The biggest thing that was there was one of Eddie's low letters and his <sighs> boots. I I almost cried. I was like, because <laughs> we'll they talk had, about Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> they had nothing in my size until we get to the line to leave. Then I happened to find a Cody Rhodes shirt that was my size, just like <laughs> laying there. I was like, that's fucking perfect. All right, I'll buy this. <laughs> I was tempted to text you and be like, "Hey, can you get me a thing?" But I, I just imagined it being it's, a it shit wasn't show too bad. trying to get anything. It wasn't oh, too wasn't bad. bad. Guys, was the bad. lines were long to get in well, and to check out, but they were efficient. They were moving quickly. Well, they know what they're doing. Yeah, and the entire time we were waiting to get inside, me and Uriel kept yelling "Yeah" and "Woo." And we got people joining us, so. I so I kid you not like Uriel and Minnie here like they hit it off so well I was like the third wheel and I was totally okay with it because I was like it's one of those things for me personally I never know how like my friends from different circles are going to interact with each other Hold on. because you give me a thing oh, oh no go get it while I talk about this so I, so for me personally I oh, was no. just like oh this is gonna be an awkward weekend if they don't gel I was completely wrong in that assumption because they fucking they fucking like hit it off very, very well. Oh yes! Nice. nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> he gave me this, and on the way to the uh, to the arena to LA, you know how that traffic is. I kept staring at people in the car, so we pull up <laughs> and we stop, and I just stare out them through the window with the mask on. That's perfect. It was great. So yeah. <laughs> I said I had a, I sent a video to my dad of me wearing the match. I was, I was go, it's lucha time. And my dad responds, goes, please don't tell anybody your last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was oh, such man. a good time, and I'm so happy they hit it off because we were writing a we were writing a high from stand and deliver because well I was they were like yo that was cool I was like freaking I was like. Ah! because <laughs> of how excited it was. And that momentum continued when we ended up going to SoFi later for night one of WrestleMania. That was so I saw the Omos banner and I got very disappointed. <laughs> that was the first thing that you... So, I saw okay, Omos banner. What? I was walking over and there's a banner just for the wrestlers and there's a big thing of Omos and I went, Omos, goddamn Vince's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that was verbatim. I like it. I it, like it. I don't know if you. you I, <laughs> we can talk about this when we talk about Brock and Omos. But did Omos have fans? Oh my Were people cheering for Omos? No, I don't Omos. know. Now, there I, were a few that I saw because the Omos's fans are called the Omo Sapiens. I was I like, will oh my admit, God. Of, was, we were up. Yeah, I kid you not. That is what serious? the fan base for Omos yeah. is called the Omo Sapiens. I will admit. Uh, we were really high up, so it was kind of like the entrance ramp. But seeing Omos walk down in person, he's really big. The motherfucker is so slow. The Undertaker walks faster than him. It was a thing, but we'll get into it for night two. But holy shit, you guys. I know like it was crazy big uh, for those of you that are watching at home. But being there in person, that arena is fucking huge. It's huge. The SoFi it, Stadium is 80,000 people night one. 80,000 people night one, something like that. But it ended up being like 80, 
the was, first night was like eighty five thousand. The second night was eighty six thousand because the grand total night, was a hundred. Night two was definitely more something, packed something, than something. night one, but yeah. But man, all right. So now that the fa- that the fanboys talked about stand and deliver, it's about time we gave our other co-hosts to join into this conversation because while me and Minnie were watching WrestleMania in person. The rest of our co-hosts were watching from home and joined us in the text thread that we were having. So, all right, boys. Yes. Well, I have a question. I have a question. We could. I, I'll start with this because this is one thing that has been bugging me. Booker T's okay, right? Booker T's not well. Like Booker Book- T's okay. I only say that because Booker T just Booker says T weird took shit a random shot during now. the NXT event. Somebody threw a person at him. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, during yeah. the Grayson Waller Johnny Gargano match, I think Gargano got thrown and it hit Booker, Booker T. In the Booker T. He like, like hit the ground. Wow. But it's also yeah. Booker. It's also Booker T. The dude We're just making sure that the N word live on television when he was in when he was in WCW. He was always gonna say something weird. You know, and Booker Booker T's a wild man, and I know why Booker's there to, you know, to stir it up at the beginning. I didn't watch any of the pre-show stuff because it tries pre-show things tend to drive me crazy anyway. Booker T forgot the name of Sami Zayn. Yep. Called Cody Corey. <laughs> uh, and and every time those folks around him were trying to like set up softballs for Booker T to say something, he would start laughing and then look away. So in my head, I was he like, either you're old or you're hot. Both of which are okay. Yes, but that's why Tank was sort of like, oh, he took that edible 45 yeah. minutes too early. Like he was just adjusting right at the oh you were so not to rag on booker t and booker t's a legend i love booker t to death but there was Snoop some stuff he was saying was like oh booker come on yeah sound about night you. two was a little better but that first night was like, I, oh, are you even dog, here, like... Buddy? What <laughs> I mean granted night two segment was trash anyways but the fact that yeah We'll, we'll, we'll wait there. to get there. I, I give, I give I kudos, I give I kudos to Snoop Dogg. We'll He's there. like, fuck this. We're going to just improv it. We're going to go through it. It's like, you go, Snoop. Hopefully your cousin main events the Tokyo Dome so we can see you on Japanese wrestling television. <laughs> Which, by the way, that triple threat this yesterday for the IWGP oh women's so match. Good. And the fact that now Mercedes Monet is going to be facing Mayu Iwatani of all people. I'm just waiting for her to keep clearing house and then eventually Mercedes versus Julia. Give it to me now. Uh, sorry. So, is it okay that John Cena lost in front of well, a bunch of Well, so technically he won but okay? lost. It didn't make John Cena still look strong because he made him tap out. But, you know, Austin Theory being the slimy little boy Austin Theory is. Well, he did the nut shot. He didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. It felt it felt awful because I'm a para edu- I was a paraeducator for a year and a half. I worked with special needs kids and autistic and mild modern behavior. I did that right and they love wrestling. And I used to talk wrestling back in 2007, seven, eight. I don't know when I had that job. Long time ago about it. And they loved John Cena. And they lo- and I was like, No, you can't <laughs> lose in front of them. No. I was not upset that John Cena lost because, in my opinion, Austin Theory needed to win. What should have happened is instead of a dirty, instead I of a dirty totally win, agree. like doing the low blow and the nut shot, I think it would have been more of a statement if Austin beat John Cena clean. I think that would have gave him like the star power that people want to see with him. And he's like, Yo, 
he beat John Cena clean. Oh, this kid is the real deal. That's all yeah, but then, yeah, but then then one of the questions that, that that I have is how much time did Cena have to actually get back into ring shape? You know, because he he that he was, finished he mm-hmm. he finished uh he wrapped shooting on that one Kevin Hart sequel. Uh he was in he was shooting um fast ten. Um and Peacemaker what else? Two. Yep, Peacemaker Two is going on, um, and there was another movie I saw that 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 he's in. So like he's he's been really busy. So what time has he had to actually get into ring shape? You know, uh, he had a match less than like a month and a half ago, though. So he, he had a match totally every yeah. year. So he's kind of in ring shape, anyways. Right. As, just as a quick side note, though, John Cena is also well, part of the I'm, cast for the Barbie Moody by Greta. <laughs> I'm Greta just Gerwig. like Greta Gerwig. John Cena's in that movie. Yes. Have you seen the no, cast of that movie? That. By the way, it has no right to be that stacked, but I'm excited. How do you not cast Cody as Ken or a version of Ken in a Barbie movie? I digress. But I but jumping off of what Aldolfo said, I agree. And I also think part of it is he's booked up the next two or three years for movies. He can't get hurt. Yeah, the insurance and stuff. He's sort of in yeah, that strange insurance. Yep. All these, I'm I'm not gonna lose fifty million dollars. I'm not gonna do a Canadian destroyer yep. on to a table and risk my thing. So I wonder how many risks John Cena was able to take. I don't know, but seeing him come out live in person for the first time since I, you know, this is like my first, like, this is my first in live. So yeah, fans, this is my first time going to a live event. I've been watching wrestling my entire life. Um, Seeing John Cena come out in person was awesome. Uh, It was really cool. It sucked that he lost. uh, (laughs) But I, you know, it was a good way to start the night one. And I think, honestly, of night one, that was probably the stinker of the whole entire night. Because then, in my opinion, it got progressively better. Because the next match had no right to be that good. But it did. The men's showcase uh-huh. for the it Fatal 4 Wit tag team match. Always gonna be good. If you have a match with a Ricochet in it, it's going to be good. Yeah. Right. Because you had Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits. There was only one thing wrong with that entire match, and it was the fact that Omos did not hit the worm. Oh, you mean Otis? <laughs> oh, yeah, Otis. <laughs> if Omos <laughs> hit the worm, <laughs> that the worm. I'm sorry. Otis. Call that what, sandworm or something like that? The giant sandworm? I'm so a sandworm. Omos is doing the sandworm. Does the gyrations, but I wanted the worm. He didn't do the worm. That's. He couldn't have done it. He had so much ass sweat. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> like watching that, I was like, we talked about for like 10 so minutes. Much so ass sweat that man out. Shrek living in there. I mean, but if you're going to, don't, I don't know if Otis knew. If Otis knew, I think Otis would have used it or found a reason to do something disgusting. I will with say it, one of the kind of funniest things that we guys. saw, though, was that Stan and Deliver, when they were doing a promo for Mania, and they had Otis do the Hannibal Lecter. Oh my gosh. Thing. That was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Just watching Otis go be like. Look it up, it's hilarious. Yeah, I missed so, that one. It was so good. But they, were doing, they were just doing a bunch of like takes of like iconic movies. movie moments and yeah, Otis. I, I saw some of them. I just didn't see the Otis one. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. 
saw Seth no, and the Joker. These were two there separate, was, yeah, uh, so these were two did, separate things. Some Good of the fellows, superstars did fun. like parodies of movies. And then a bunch of other superstars were just reading iconic lines from movies. So Otis was Silence of the Lambs, and he just did the... Oh, <laughs> that was so funny. That's fantastic. But another thing, Braun Strowman like that, that man is huge. Oh my gosh, bro. He, that man is big! He did an interview, um, and they're asking him, what are you eating and getting, you know, doing to get ready for Mania? And he said, like, his total food and water intake a day is like 32 pounds. Jesus. Of food and water. He's yeah. not counting calories. He's counting like pounds. I saw the same video. Of food I was like, are you fucking kidding? As a side note. <laughs> like, has it all done? Like, I eight pounds of eight pounds of protein for breakfast, and then I have X amount of and protein drinks, like, and dairy. It's like, four, oh my three God. To, like, that's like four to five gallons of water. Yeah. Not ounces, gallons. Gallons. <laughs> man is as a stiff. As a side note, Simon Miller didn't answer my tweets. <laughs> we asked. He asked him, hey, "Simon, where are you sitting?" Yeah. We can talk about Simon Miller at the end because I, I think, I think Simon Miller might be the he true is the winner, winner of all of WrestleMania. <laughs> Did he win um, Mazelmania? We talk. Can we? I don't want to. He rant, also had a match but, against uh, Brian Zane. Like, what was yeah, that? right? Yeah. Oh, that's a right. match, which I no, I can't I can't find I footage of. He had a match with wrestling with regret. Uh, what is that? Wrestling with which regret. I also love. Wrestling with regret. And he had a match. If you watch the first night ups and downs, he interrupts Simon, and it's friggin' brilliant. I guess they had a match at a <laughs> at a temple, a synagogue. <laughs> At some mitzvah mania thing, and there's no footage of it, but apparently it happened. And there's folks talking about like it was so funny. Oh my god! Like, Simon Miller is uh, he's, a he's a treasure. I love seen Montez Ford nail the the frog splash in person. Bro, it's so high. Yes. Oh, Simon so Miller can lost we talk about? Mania. I I loved that. He he lost he lost him. Well, of course, yeah, he had to put. Uh, it would be kind of it would be kind, over, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where we are. Where are we in the list? Where are we? Only, the, are we only talking about one thing. Montes, Montes Ford's frog splash, frog splash, splash in, person. in person. Also, yeah, Angelo yeah, Dawkins yeah, yeah, okay. just full on like shoulder checking Braun Strowman was a sight to behold. We oh, heard that. And we, we heard, heard it too. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> So that ridiculous Tower of Death thing they pulled off. Beautiful. Was I don't have a watching things watching things on TV, I don't normally like it doesn't necessarily take my breath away. I could like be really intent on it. Yeah. Like I almost spilled my drink. I went to take a drink and I'm pouring it on myself. Like, what are they doing? Like totally out of a, a ridiculous movie. That was that was ridiculous. I was, yeah, so, I, I was all in after that. How do you update the Tower of Death spot because it's gotten stale. Yeah, I um. Apparently, well, so I didn't really yeah, quick. Go ahead, I just want to say that uh, my uh, my wife Alice uh, joined me, and uh, WrestleMania Night One is the the first wrestling anything she's ever seen. Um. So the first, Sorry. so oh, the man. first match. Uh, you know, she was like meh about, but then, but the this the fatal four way, and when they did the tower, she like her face. I just I I looked over and saw her face, and and she normally doesn't give emotional reactions 
uh, to things, right? And she gave an emotional reaction to watching him set up and watch him do that move. And it was a, it was a fantastic move. It was a crazy move, and and it was it was stupendous. That was that was a definitely a, a good match. That was a, that was a good match. Yeah, I, I normally just get side eye from my wife, so I'm glad yours was all in. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, this is the power That's that great. WrestleMania always has, because even it, it attracts like the people who don't even watch wrestling. So, like, as a side tangent, real quick, like while we were <laughs> away, and it, it was uh, Sunday morning, so while we were chilling before we left, my mom texts me in the morning. She's like, "Yo, I saw the pictures you posted on the Instagram. Night one looked great," and I was just like. She asked me to that. Is that the night where Dominic and Ray fought? I was like, yes. Right. We'll get into that in a little bit. But she watched all of night one and she's not even a wrestling fan like that. But she watched like I thought, OK, you know, she's just going to watch Ray and Dominic. That's fine. No, she watched all the matches of night one from Austin versus John Cena all the way to the end of the tag team match for Kevin and Sammy and the Usos like. That shit to me, that shit's crazy because she don't she she don't watch wrestling like that. But she's like, "Yo, night one was really good." I was like, "I agree," because then we'll talk about night two <laughs> in like a little bit. But we're gonna hold we off the on part that. of night one where they they had to like get the thing in between, uh, you know, the the tag team match and the one before that where they just had that you know both the mismatch and everything else it just didn't need to be there. It's like everyone's like, "Get to the goddamn main event, come on." We'll talk about that in a little bit, but that. Fatal four-way tag team match with the men's was amazing. Seeing Ricochet shooting Star Press live was beautiful. He's crazy as hell. Doing that off into the off, off the thing. Like Ivar jumping off the rope was something I didn't expect, but it was amazing oh, as well. Agile as fuck. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Big man's got moves. Yeah. This is a sidebar. Do forget? Did anyone see the Ricochet Ivar yes, match? Yes, on like, this the other day? Yep. this on SmackDown this Friday it was it was beautiful. What? Rick- oh. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. This was just my impression. It's just like two kids in a Halloween store, <laughs> just tearing it up in the back with nobody watching. <laughs> like, where are your parents? And then just doing ridiculous things. I'm gonna pick you up. Oh, you're too heavy. No, you do me. No, you go. That's the whole just uh, the sense of play those two have. Just yelling Viking Raiders, and you know that inside he's kind of laughing as he says it. Like this is ridiculous. I don't know. I digress. But uh, ridiculous. I love that match. So good. And then, in my personal opinion, that momentum continued because then we had Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Which, by the way, Seth Rollins wins best dressed of night one. Oh, of course. That fucking that fucking oh, outfit was everything. <laughs> The, the Bret Hart Jeff Jarrett top. I mean, seriously. Oh my gosh! Having to explain that to Uriel was <laughs> fucking hilarious. That, Uriel was so confused. Oh he was like, that, was, "What?" I wish. Yeah. I- <laughs> but that entrance for Seth, though, mwah, that was good. That, yeah. that was. Oh my gosh! I was that's, like, that con- that conductor is getting his life. <laughs> that's that's something. It, yes, is that a real yes, conductor? And I can I, I can verify that because Alice, who has a master's in in music, when she watched the match, she sat there and she's like, <laughs> "He's really fucking conducting. That's a real fucking conductor. He's getting paid to conduct." 
That was the one of the funniest things. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> the conductor was like getting his life. He like because you know when they hire you to do these entrances, you know they're like, okay, I'm here for a paycheck. No, this man's was into it. <laughs> and exactly, well, think of the opportunity to be a conductor and to have to conduct eighty thousand people. So- I mean, yeah. then Logan Paul being, cool being the heel that he is coming in on a zip line. <laughs> That's where the first joke we're not allowed to repeat came out. So, <laughs> mm. my my, we were all texting each other. Who's in the Who's in the suit? Oh my gosh! Who's in the suit? John called it so badly, like in his predictions. It's like KSI is going to pop out, uh, and then yeah. lo and behold, it's got to be. <laughs> What's great is I called it at the same time. Somebody me? totally different than me? y'all sent me that text. I sent it to you, and then they sent it to me, and I went, "Let's go! Here we go! That's got to be it!" And then, sure as shit, I called. Yeah, he called. That was awesome. Oh, and then I, uh, I called the table spot that I did. I'm like, "KSI is going, going to the table." Yes. Yep. Well, John, you you were Nostradamus most of WrestleMania. You called. I was insane. Different. I was. This man's is. <laughs> So I so I did I was a true Nostradamus because my night one I got a 90%. My night two 10%. But I called Shane McMahon. <laughs> that <laughs> shit was a curse. <laughs> it's like so a hundred years from now, when they're deciphering my prophecies, they're gonna go, Well, half of this is bullshit, but half of this works. But the proof is in Shane McMahon. We know he was a fortune teller. Or he knows oh. something else. He's, he's doing some dirty behind the scenes trading by like, you know, knowing people behind the scenes are giving him a lot of uh, information. I know, man. Seriously. We were sources. If I was if I was that cool, shoot. I would oh, I can't say it out loud, my wife will hear me. But yeah, no, I, if I was that cool, no. It's a, yeah, for your for your well being, you should probably not say it. <laughs> I was like, I had that kind of power. <laughs> Hi, honey. No, um, I it still bothers I me how good Logan Paul is. That. This. Like, Fucking I can hate his personality, I, but gosh dang it, that it just, I just as a as someone who hated yeah. him on Vine, I'll go oh, all, all the way my back day. to Vine, and I was in. I was back when I was I, I have not told this story anywhere and maybe this is for another episode if we just want to do an after dark I got thrown out by Cameron Dallas and uh, Austin Carter's security in Chicago because I was trolling them live on Vine back when you shouldn't have been doing that to MagCon I got chased by a lot of angry moms and teenagers but I also was making fun of Logan Paul a lot at the time those Paul brothers so my discontent of them goes back but the fact that Athletically, he can do all this yeah. and sell it. Yeah. Like, it's insane. I don't. I don't know if you've ever met someone that you don't want to respect. I don't want to respect you. Yeah. I have nothing but respect yep. for you. It's this weird, interesting God feeling of hate I'm not used to. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine like of how much we would have rioted if Seth lost. I do have I do have this fear in the back of my mind regarding Logan Paul. If he gets re-signed by WWE, right, and he comes back out, I, I fear that he does not have the self-control to know when not to do a thing. And he's going to end up either, like, breaking mm-hmm. his neck or, God forbid, 
you know, falling, falling from the ceiling, uh, from some stunt and like, you know, not being with us anymore. No one would wish no one hard on him at all. And I, right. Exactly. And I, I don't wish that, but like, I, I, he just, that's the type of personality he has. I saw somewhere that he, I I did see somewhere. There's, yeah. There's yeah. a Icarus to it, right? There's a, I'm going to fly this close to the sun. I can do all yeah. these things. Look yeah. at how amazing I am. You're really high. And you're going to end up really like high. If you fall from there, yeah, you're I, not going to make I did see it. somewhere that he was resigning. Yeah, that was oh, the yeah. rumored report. And only and I, if his brother signs, though, which is even I, worse. Listen. No. I think it's dealing, ready for another boxing match. This is dealing with Logan is one thing. I can deal with Logan. Jake is a whole nother level that mm. you know, if if he comes in like as the manager role. No. Maybe. Make do like a maybe. KSI appearance. Don't be signed like oh, I'm okay. okay with that. That KSI I mean, appearance was fucking hilarious. That was one of the funniest <laughs> of all. But with I think what's frustrating, and I and what I'm trying is that Logan yeah. Paul got over. Yeah. He's over. I mean, yeah. he got over. Look at all the talent that all the talent over the years that never got over and did thousands and thousands of matches and never did anything. Logan Paul yeah. got over in what? A, in two like years? what? Three matches? Yeah, three matches. Two years, and, three matches, and, and Seth Rollins, like, who yeah. called him out on social media right initially in essence like the uh the 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 week after uh wrestlemania ate crow because he tweet he he tweeted or instagrammed or whatever whatever the hell it was you know that ww if wwe doesn't re-sign logan paul they're 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 fucking stupid you know that's crazy again i don't like logan paul as a person but I can't. I have to give him his. I have to give him his flowers with the athletic ability and the fact that he was able to have a really good match, where a lot of people who've been in this industry for a very long time have yet to even pull something like that out is insane. (laughs) If he wasn't good athletically, if he didn't somehow, if he wasn't natural and a prodigy at this, nothing would have come of this. And that's the danger. Is now. They're going to see because between Pat McAfee and him and a couple of the other guys that have come in here as outsiders who I'll say this is an older wrestling thing. You look like you back like WrestleMania where Bam Bam fought LT or a bunch of the celebrities where they didn't do the work to actually like sell their things. <laughs> At least the celebrities coming in now are like, we are fans. Yeah. We want to do the work. Bad Bunny being another of them that will do the work to actually make these matches fun. It's nice to have that because you get the extra eyes on it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I wish you were a better person. I'm very sad that like these amazing workers, oh, who can't, these amazing yeah. workers who can't like don't have the charisma to do this stuff, can't figure things out. It's the only thing they've ever known. Can't get ahead. All he had to do, he went out and had the charisma and did his own thing to make his own brand. And then he basically had the, the physical capabilities to do what these veterans are doing. That's kind of sad and saying like, if you can't get that charisma aspect, it's really where, where the weight is in WWE. You need to be worthwhile to watch before you can actually do the moves. Right. And WWE know what knew what they were doing when they signed him because regardless, regardless of what you think about his personality and all the stupid shit that Logan Paul has done, 
WWE is not stupid because that man has amassed across all social media like millions and millions of followers. And especially since WWE wants to cater to the demographic of like eight to 16 year olds, too. Gotta love those eight year olds. They are the best. Logan, Logan Paul has amassed a very young fan base. And if you put him on WWE, those fans are surely going to watch him there, drawing all these eyes. So WWE is not stupid. And again, hate the person, but this match was really was really well done. I also got to know, we'll talk about it later, you know, the parent company that owns the UFC is now also the parent company for WWE. Uh, Logan Paul's energy drink, Prime, Prime, is partnered with the UFC. That's the angle I was going to say. There's a lot of money tied yeah, up in but that. I, yeah, Prime is... My sixth graders are all in love with it right now. It's just like it's I not remember, bad. I, I mean, hate to it's say all, it, but it's not. Bad. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I remember when vitamin when vitamin water came out, and that was fifty cents thing. Like I was like, this is the next fifty cent wa- like water flavor thing, majigger. But Seth versus Logan at the end of the day was a great match. I hate to admit it, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. What happens? What happens to Seth now? Where does what does Seth do? Does this Paul feud keep going? He was, Seth... I mean, we could have found I mean, out. I Monday, that I think Seth he was supposed know. to cut a promo, but they cut it. So they just had to come out to hype the crowd out. You know, we'll they cut talk about, about that. so much shit for Monday. <laughs> we'll know. talk about that. It I was. Mm, that. We'll talk about everything that went oh, down oh. or the lack thereof on the Raw after Mania, but. What? No, is Seth is is Seth going to get no, drafted? We'll talk Tune about out that. next week. So right. after Seth versus Logan, we had Trish, Vita, and Becky taking on Damage Control. Kurtol, Kurtol, Eo Shirai. <laughs> oh, sorry, Eo Sky. I still want to call her Shirai. That's how I know her as. But Eo Sky's ring gear was beautiful. I love the color scheme. She. And this is this is just a straight fact, but a lot of the Japanese wrestlers they have like some of the my favorite gear ring gear when they come out into so the yeah. when they wrestle is so good. I was trying to figure out like weird. where Dakota Kai got the lays from. I was just like, girl, why are we wearing this? Who gave it to you? I was like, did I miss something? Are you Polynesian? Are you Samoan? Like, what happened? Well, she's from New Zealand for one, but, but uh, two, that makes uh, sense. Tina, hey guys, Tina gave it to her. Wait. I'll be right back. There oh, was shit. an explosion oh, outside. Okay. Hang on. And not oh, a little careful. One. Hang on a second. Breaking to you, breaking news live all over on the Bikonics so, podcast. So I'm just looking it up here. So Tamina gave Dakota Kai the lays because Dakota is half Samoan. Okay. I was like, I, I wanted, I was just like, I mean, she's from New Zealand, so that would make sense if she was. But I was like, oh, her okay. Mother's from, her mother's from Samoa. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. There we go. Another Samoan wrestler that's not related to the same, the same family. There we go. It also explains why she does the headbutt and a bunch of other stuff with her kicks and stuff. Like That sad. actually explains a lot, and that makes me like her even more. <laughs> but so, this match... I uh, yeah I I thought the I thought this was a good match. Uh, I thought it had a lot of energy. Yeah, I, I thought you know it was. A, was it 
not as energetic as the other some of the other matches uh in night one uh yes but was it a good like did it have a good ebb and did it did it add to the ebb and flow of night one yes um and i might be alone in thinking this but Liv morgan can really sell those hits I think you're jumping ahead, Adolfo. That you're happened on night ahead. two. Was that night two? I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, sorry. we're talking oh, about yeah, you're Becky, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope, you're right. You're right. I My will, bad. Agree. I will agree with you on live, but 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 that's that's for night two. We'll, yeah, yeah. when we get to night two, we'll talk about it. But I do enjoy yeah. that that uh, Trish had a throwback to her last WrestleMania one, but also was a Mountie, which I knew she was going to wear when she was up in Canada. So. That ring gear that she was wearing, I loved it. Their entrance was sick. Yeah, the Sin City entrance was so great. I was like, oh, you can't have this and have them not win. <laughs> so, so what blew up, John? Nobody knows. <laughs> I'm not crazy, and it, it was. It sounded like a. Uh, you know yeah. when something falls off a yeah. truck, like that sound of like something like gaga, but it sort of shook the neighborhood just now. I'm out in the middle of nowhere in the woods, so it's a little bit of like oh, oh, that's no. a specific sound that happens in this part of town. Okay. <laughs> I, my son thinks it's a clock striking midnight. At okay, he's convinced. On the East Coast. So, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> he's technically at six twenty because John's a Californian like me. <laughs> you know what that was? What was it? It was a clock. I mean, I'm trying to Google it at the top about it, but nothing. Oh, like there. it's midnight? Yeah. As as long as your family is no, a okay no, and I safe, mean, like that's the important part. And John's speaking. If I hear it if if I hear it a third time, then I'm gonna go get probably a T Rex or something. <laughs> All right, so oh, you clever! So we're so we're just clever we're just girl. starting our discussion on Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. <laughs> a fourteen-year-old me was in love with all. That. That's why on top of the match wasn't as high paced because you have two forty-five-year-old women wrestling in the match. They did great though. They did great. <laughs> I mean, well, I look, look, like you can even see the difference between Lita and Trish. Like Lita definitely has must have taken more in her career than Trish did because Trish was moving around like like she was Trish was great, dude. Yeah. Well, remember Lita Trish was like invincible. shattered her neck. Uh, Lita, do, that Lita is true. Was yeah, I, I Lita did uh, in her career. She had Lita? a major neck yep. injury that it was, and that's when she started. That's so yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, dating edge. Um, <laughs> but no, 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 I also was. I got a little worried when they set both of them up for Alita Salt. I'm like, they're gonna try to get her over two. Holy shit! Yeah, there was. So was this oh the one with the ref? He was the one three times. <laughs> it was. I was like, yes. Yeah, so this, they tried. They tried to end the match twice, and both times the ref was yelling at somebody else. I remember like, wait, I don't think, right. I think that was the, right. and then they did That's it right. again. Yeah, right? like they, whipped, they whipped someone into the corner. He was nearly <laughs> in the corner. He was under one of the moves too, nearly got clocked by somebody. Like he was out of position right. the entire, and not like kayfabe out of position. Like he was just out of position the entire match. I was huh? noticing that. I mean, I mean, again, not oh. to sound like that. To sound like a horrible person, but if I was oh, yeah, in the ring with all of them, I'd be in the. <laughs> You're Trish Strat. Fuck, I messed I up. Will, your okay, match. so we got to mention. We got to go back a little bit. 
the guy running the big screen for Mania, he is kept glitching out for the first like three matches. So that's why when you when he watched the Seth Rollins Logan Paul match, there's like a random like dead spot, and you hear the crowd just randomly pop. Yep. That's because they finally fixed the fixed screen. The screen. <laughs> that's what we but there's heard a lot happens, of. Yeah. So I digress. I wanted to ask about this too. Simon Miller talked about it, and Russell Lamia talked about it. Yeah, because we couldn't booing. see the screen we, we because we see the screen. But like, so there's this take. We saw this on TV. I don't think we texted about it. We saw it on TV where Seth had us a take to the camera and yeah. off, sort of like, why are they booing? Are they they really that mad at all? And there's just sort of like this good about thirty seconds of like. That's not booing, booing. Like, that's they're really so, mad. Yeah. Something happens somewhere, and it looks them. like someone tells meanwhile, them what happened. Yeah, meanwhile, while you guys were hearing that yeah. on the stream, those of us in the arena, at that point, when you hear the booing, is because, so we're the nosebleeds, right? We're in the 500 section, so we're really high up. We we're can still see the I ring, think. but it, it looked like you're playing with miniatures, like, fighting each other in the ring. So I'll for the us... Picture. Yeah, so they had the screen on top so we could see what was happening in ring and is basically what you were seeing on the Peacock. It kept glitching out. So for like the first three matches, it kept glitching. And then halfway during Seth versus Logan, it just completely blacks out. And like we lost the visuals of what was going on in the ring because the what was happening in the ring was like 10 seconds ahead of what was showing to you guys on television and like on the screen. So when you hear that booing, it's because at that point the screen had completely glitched, and for like like seven minutes we didn't have any visuals of what was going on with Seth versus Logan. And then when it came back on and everyone was cheering, is because whoever they fixed the screen, but whoever is running the screen for night one is either got yelled at or probably got fired that day. I, I also night- wonder if it was the same person that made the mistake in the video package that they played in the pre-show, and then for Dom's entrance. Oh my gosh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I was like, I, we'll talk about, actually, we'll talk about that in a little bit because that match is next, but. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch match? Where Sol Ruka was inside the costume? Anyway, go, 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 go. Talk about the screen. Talk about the screen. So yeah, they fixed it by the time this women's match happened, but Trish Stratus, to see her do Stratisfaction live, like ah, this is a beautiful thing as as a historian of women's wrestling and i love me some women's wrestling to some see women's wrestling shut up <laughs> you can fuck right off that's okay that's that's how he shows that he loves me by Taking me down a peg every time you get it's a chance. <laughs> I gotta keep you honest, man. I gotta keep you I know. honest. And I wouldn't have it any other way, but the women's match was great. Damage control once again takes a loss. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, uh, and then so this sort of this is cart in front of the horse stuff. No, they disbanded? no they wrestled on raw. Yeah. Which we'll talk about a little bit because that match wasn't even supposed to happen, but you know, no, whatever. Okay. No. All right, let's talk about the uh, let's right. talk about the flub in Dom's um, entrance with this right. Aus- uh, Auschwitz. Well, it was like, even worse. So I didn't realize it was in, in the pre-show. So, <laughs> oh, John, John, I'll I'll say this, this. Simon Miller actually talked about this too. 
basically they showed the whole preview video they had before Dom got to like comes into the arena on the pre-show. And there was this long shot of this like walkway and stuff like that to get into the, into the prison. And they showed it again in the shortened version for him and doing his entrance. And what was clocked by these people who run this museum was, Hey, that stock footage shot at Auschwitz. And no one caught it in the edit or anything else. And it was a long piece and they've cut it out from the subsequent broadcasts now on the, on the network, but somebody got it past the edit. Originally, they found it probably in some software somewhere. They put it in and whoever was double checking or triple checking. This didn't understand that they pulled their stock footage. Somebody got fired. Somebody got fired. fired. Outfits. And, 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 and the, obviously the WWE comes out and like, we didn't realize that, that there was no way to connect that. We weren't many, meaning any disrespect toward it. Obviously we wouldn't. When you're setting up Dom <laughs> in the city, right before he comes out to a cinnamon toast crunch entrance. But, yeah. you know, like. With Sol Ruka in the costume. <laughs> and the damn graphics at this blood feud. But yes, let's show footage of Auschwitz. Because that's not going to ruffle any feathers. <laughs> okay, so like that, that really, that really <laughs> perturbed, that perturbed me. But okay, so. As one of the two people on this podcast that is melanated, right? Because I actually had this conversation with my mom when I came back too. Like, I get that it's the whole character thing and everything, but as I was watching Dom's entrance and him coming out in the prison van and all that stuff, I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, I know this is a character and I know he's not really about that life, but my Mexican Puerto Rican brown person that I am inside, I was just like, this kind of feels icky. Like I it don't like this. Icky. Yeah. It was yeah. extremely icky. I was uncomfortable because yeah. I was just like, listen, we already have enough perpetual stereotypes. And I get that this is a character and he's not about that life. But him coming in handcuffs with, you know, prison guards in a prison van, I was just like, I kind of feel icky about it. Oh. And some of the domestic violence. Yeah, I was just like, like mm, I don't know how I, I, I don't feel like I'm not feeling really good like, right now. Mm. Well, and on top of that, Mikey, you know what the perfect thing to go with domestic violence, a brown man putting handcuffs taping in and also Auschwitz footage, the great taste of cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. God. <laughs> the dichotomy of those two things is ridiculous. And you had so many, make the freaking men's four-way the cinnamon toast crunch match. They're crunching Seriously. each other. They're breaking each other. Why did you make the blood feud between father and son with the con ex-con stuff going on? Families that's like he splashes his, his sister with her water, which could have been that was unplanned, by the way. Which was an was unplanned spot. So when Aaliyah jumps again, that was for real. She was yeah. pissed. Dominic, he said in an interview that he saw his sister with it and goes, Oh, what a dumbass. She brought a cup. Yeah, because he said he's like I got I got picked on and everything else when I was younger. She deserved that, but that's what he said about her. But I'm just sitting there going, you had so many other matches on the card, you could have made the stupid cinnamon toast crunch match, and you made the blood feud, the match with cinnamon toast crunch everywhere on the LED boards, on the ring posts, the stupid graphics. Every time there was a replay, all the stupid neon colors. It was like, re- th- this was the plan. Because I was like, it's- it was because it's because cinnamon toast crunch tastes like churros. 
Oh my gosh. When you say it like that, Adolfo, that makes it 10 times worse. Oh my God. But yeah. So listening to the crowd chant Culetto at Dominic. Oh my God. That shit was so funny. They were okay. chanting Culetto what? at Dominic. Okay. It was one yeah, of the so funniest you, probably, you guys, you, you guys, prob- yeah, oh. you guys probably didn't hear it on the TV screen, but. We'll we'll come back to Dominic and how I feel about the entrance in a little bit. But during the match, because we're in the heart, you know, they say we're in Hollywood, bitch. We're in Inglewood. Calm down. (laughs) I was like, we are nowhere near Los Angeles, but does it matter? Southern California got a lot of melanated people, both brown and African-American black. Like, but the funniest shit was in the middle of this match, like, the whole arena started ch- chanting Guleto to Dominic Mysterio. Gulero, Me Gulero. and Uriel were fucking dying as soon as we heard it. And then once we explained to Evan what that meant in English, okay. like it was so hilarious. I, I, I thought they were saying you're little. I didn't know what they were saying at first. Little. And then it was like, He's taller I, than his dad. I, I, but I that's what I thought they were chanting to him because he kept like flexing. No, and then when we I'm told Evan, it's like, no, they're little. saying culero, and we told him what it meant in English, like... <laughs> oh, but I died. Was that was so one of the funny... They did, it all, they did it on Raw, too. Yeah, they chatted culero, too, on Raw. But I will say, though... Uh, go ahead, John. That's... I was just saying, that's more specific than just asshole, right? I mean, there's a couple of different interpretations, but it can be asshole. I know it's also slang for uh, some other things that we're not going to say on this podcast. Yeah, that's what, okay, that's what I was like. Uh, <laughs> that's hysterical. Just wanted to confirm. Well, so this, okay. <laughs> I mean, now that I know a little bit of backstory, but it's still my favorite match of the night because I Ray is my childhood idol and seeing him live in person. Uh, maybe shut a tear. Cried. It out. was beautiful. Mini cried. How was it watching him scamper up those weird stairs to try to get up the big things to the side, though? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> it was funny. But, okay. But him coming out to Snoop Dogg's G thing and then hearing Eddie, the Eddie theme? theme. Yep. Well, uh, the LWO uh, theme. It was the LWO theme. I mean, come on. Which we'll talk about them in a little bit now that it's a thing again. <laughs> uh, oh, awesome. Happy- and then was seeing so. I'm shaking the hand with Sol Ruka. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I was sad that when he did his points, it, when he did the Hall of Fame the next night, he got the pyro when he did the points. He didn't get it rest, like for the match. No, he messed yeah. up the, the first one he did. The second one got fucked up. We noticed that one too. Like the pyro also, guys are fired. The pyro guys on night one also got fired that night. <laughs> like night one was really good. There's just like technical issues. And then it was the opposite for night two. Technical oh, issues were non-existent, but the wrestling no, itself the, was questionable. The, the dude running the uh, big screen for night two was fucking with us. He kept turning <laughs> the thing on and off, on and off, on and off. <laughs> they wait, did it on purpose. <laughs> wait, wait. Follow, follow this thought process with me. Follow this thought uh, process. I'm following. Let's go. Okay. Conspiracy go. theory. The the dude that was running the jumbotron on night one, and then the dude that was running the pyro on night one. The reason why they weren't paying attention and doing their jobs was because they were eating cinnamon toast crunch. Oh my god! Or, or if we want to take it further, they were doing their taxes with TurboTax, <laughs> or having someone else do it. Oh 
oh while God. eating people cinnamon toast. People would be so confused until we explain what happened with that. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit because they did that on night one and night two before both main events. Fuck no, Turbo night Cat. two wasn't as bad because they did something else before. They played oh, the, the Pope's Exorcist. Oh my uh, we'll, God, talk about, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but. Oh my God, that much. Why not do this? Is just me, and you can cut me off. You have a cinnamon toast crunch match, or you can do a Pope's Exorcist. You they, can have no, an so they played the Pope Exorcist the ad before the Edge and Finn Balor match. match. <laughs> I, 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 mean, uh, I, I like John's too. idea where you yeah, have the Pope's Exorcist exercise the cinnamon toast crunch person. <laughs> oh my gosh! And out comes wow. Ruka. See, out if comes you're gonna Sol do Ruka. theater, do theater. <laughs> I mean, her finisher is called the Soul Snatcher. Like, like. take someone's, <laughs> dude, take someone's snow. Do that and have Bray Wyatt come out so we have Bray Wyatt pants. Oh my, it would have been a whole mess. But the, one of the highlights. Of, we'll turn on the oh black light God. and we'll hit each other with color sticks. It'll be great. I mean, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll triple triple ad match. The fact that Finn and Edge their things were color coded in that match too was hilarious. But anyways. I think one of the highlights between the Ray and Dominic match was the fact that he whooped him like a Mexican parent with the belt. The that belt? shit was yeah, hilarious. Funny so as hell. My buddy turned to me oh, at that man. point and just goes like, oh, so DQs aren't a thing? Like, is this like not what's happening here? I'm like, no, no, it's like the Super Bowl. They just let him play. Because who's going to stop this? <laughs> I mean, everyone knows that Dominic was being a little shit and he deserved to get his ass beat like an actual... Oh, yeah. me- by his dad with the belt. Also, I, I turned to Evan. I was like, if he pulls out a chancla, this will be best match ever. I was about to say, have have uh, have um have Ray's wife toss a chancla from the fucking audience. Honestly, I mean, there's been enough uh, photoshops of that already with him, where he's, he has the belt in the hand, but it's replaced with a chancla. It's really actually funny. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, shout ahead. out to the man sitting next to Dom yes. Ray, like Ray's wife and daughter. That he dude was so dis- he was pointing aggressively, yelling at Dominic. That man was into it, and he was like dabbing up the pe- like the mom and the sister. It was it was so sure- good. I'm pretty sure he's like the best friend of George Kittle too, because he was there for George Kittle's as well. My mom was, no, lost they, her they mind. Put, they, put this, they put those people oh, really? in the same spot that they have coming into the ring. Yeah. So he was standing in the same spot. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like if you're in the front row, you know somebody who knows. Well, like, otherwise, you're sure in a great shirt guy. Green shirt guy was there both nights, and I was like, he's my hero. <laughs> I really need to know what he does for a living. Like, how does he keep scoring like these front row seats? Because well, those go for five thousand dollars a ticket per night. I know. Well, we if you want to spend that night, they're about twelve. Yeah. yeah, and we didn't. Minnie didn't win the sweepstakes oh. to upgrade our seats. <laughs> oh. Oh. Come on, Minnie. Peacock was good. Was giving like a thing away where. They would upgrade like two people for ringside seats and many entered, but we didn't win. And it was only on night one, oh too. God. They didn't even do it for night two. I was like, Ugh. For, for how, because I think the tickets were for both nights. But for uh, how Uriel says it, Pete. Oh my God. He was like a kid at the candy store, like, uh, but I really Pete. enjoyed it. It was great. It was hilarious. That's great. But honestly, go ahead. My son was, my son. My son was confused about the belt because my dad's dad's from Ensenada, so my dad got yelled at in Spanish his whole life, and I was hit with the belt, and I deserved it, and I know I did. 
So I saw the belt go off and I lost my mind. I was like, no, no, ah, in the chair, all I knew it. My I son's like, why? Flashbacks. Why would you why would you take your belt off? You don't understand. I'm why so is glad you don't have to know why this is a thing. Like Be glad that you don't know this is a thing. Exactly. I love that moment. Thank the gods I was the only one not having a PTSD moment. Oh. Watching here. watching Ray. Oh, I was, yeah, with that belt because I was I was right back to when my dad <laughs> was beating me with the belt. Hmm. And, and there was that one, even it put more stress on it. That one time where you were yep. too old for the belt, but you got it anyway. Yep. Like I felt that yep. same. Like God damn it, no. See, shout out to the boy, little bunny, for this little bunny, little bunny, bad bunny. Yeah, the the fact that uh, see, I was like, this is perfect because then when it what's happened on Monday Night Raw, and then what's pretty sure what I'm sure is going to happen at Backlash, I was like, this sets it up perfectly. But I was, I don't care what nobody says. Like, I love Bad Bunny. His music may not be for everyone, but the fact that this man still has one of my favorite celebrity matches within the last couple of years with a Canadian destroyer, with the Canadian destroyer. <laughs> But that ending sequence where he takes the chain from Dominic, which is enough of a distraction for Ray to do what he needs to do to win. Yep. That match was really fun. That was a good. Yeah, the, the, the whole match was good. I also want to shout out to Dominic real quick because he got a replica mask of what looked to be Ray Mysterio's Halloween Havoc mask was just, yep. oh, you're such a little shit. But I love the details. Well, I also love that he had Ray's like the 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 streaks on the inside like the phoenix stuff on the sides and then he also had eddie's design from eddie's pants down his pants and then mommy on his ass yep mm-hmm. it was yeah it, it, his outfit was good his outfit That's was fun. really good I, I personally i personally thought he should have worn that mask i thought that would have been uh irony Right there for him to wear that mask against his I dad. I think they're saving that for when they do the mask versus hair or whatever it's going to be, where he finally beats Ray, takes his mask from him. He's going to start wearing it and having not earned it and keep himself being like a heat magnet for it. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a good, yeah. Oh, quick sidebar. Yes. Uh-huh. Quick sidebar. Did we ever get an explanation as to why... Ray Mysterio's masks have been kind of like janked up after Raw. I'm sorry, after WrestleMania. Yeah. So his his mask, from what I was hearing, one uh, originally was a tribute to Great Muda, so it was the helmet style. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Also, that that he's been protecting his head after a bad uh, fall and the, la- the last injury he had, he's been instead of having the back open mask when he takes the bumps, he's got uh, basically a helmet on to help him. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All yeah, because right. Ray is getting Ray is going to retire here like within the next year or two, honestly. Which, yeah. yes, while he can still walk, yeah, especially sure. going back with his rivalries. Like, I mean, everyone has been bigger than him, but he's had rivalries with Batista, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, like <laughs> you name it. He's get he he's he's gotten thrown around a lot. <laughs> Well, in an interview, he said he wants to go until he's 50. And I think he's, yeah. Which I think, yeah, uh, 
That match was really special. And I mean, I could say it because he's not here, but he'll be back. But Mini crying during the entrance was me and him both. Like we were both crying during Ray's entrance. And the fact that we got to hear Eddie's theme song too, just the dagger entered further into my heart. I'm like, God, don't make me feel things at WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> I'm just honestly was, surprised that they went with a with the the con uh, convict entrance instead of getting Vicky Guerrero in a, in a lowrider and playing Eddie's well, music. Well, I mean, granted, with what's going on with that whole situation over yeah, there yeah, is, yeah. Mm, but we didn't know that at WrestleMania. Mm, that's a whole thing we can talk about for another episode. But Lord have mercy, things have escalated. Oh, yeah. Yes, they have. And I was just like, oh, no. But watching Ray versus Dominic, like this little brown boy from Southern California cried a little bit during that match. And it was, I was proud. I was like, this is what I need to see. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, there is people who look like me in the ring wrestling on WrestleMania. I'm just like. Sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean. God damn it. All right. (laughs) I why, was, you gotta, why, why do you got to have the toast match? I mean, why do they got to call you out for that? Okay, <laughs> let's get into the racism as possible on it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the entrance was an, kind of anti. No. <laughs> it was anti-Semitic. My, was accidentally anti-Latino. Anti- yeah. I was like, I know it's a character, but damn, it, that was like. I think that was really the only big downer point for night one for me personally. I was like, I feel very icky about this. Well, yeah, I'm pulling back. It was very icky to watch, but at the same time, it's like, of course he would do that. He thinks he's hard. He was in jail for a night in kayfabe and therefore he's an ex con. So he'd pay for all that to happen. And all these local, like California wrestlers being these police officers coming in too. Like you can see they're, they're not completely on board with this. And they're like, "Eh, no. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I don't I think I don't know I think story we'll talk about this as we go forward sure but I think storyline wise I, I think you've you've put Dom yeah. a little yeah. yeah he deserves little, to be like, there he's in time out. Sure where do you go you mommy put him in a corner you don't have anywhere to go now we're gonna well, talk Ripley, about Rhea we'll talk next about this. So Ripley's over Ripley's Ripley is up and over, and Ripley is not is gonna face someday, and it's over. Um, that is very true. Which, by the way, but even then, can I say uh, last okay, thing, and then no, we'll go, go on to the next match. But the week, the week of WrestleMania, like the Raw and the um, SmackDown go home shows, I will say, like. This is just a little thing, and this is just a personal preference, but I love the fact that Dominic cut a promo in Spanish, and the f- like. The fact I was like, that's right. WWE rarely lets people cut promos in their native language. like, And it actually be meaningful, because I know Asuka and Io had that segment where they talked shit about each other in Japanese, and that was really cool. And then but Finn for, just tried to speak English and didn't really work. I mean, there's just so much Irish brogue, you couldn't get past it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but Becky, Becky Lynch is unintelligible, as Vince said so many times. Seamus, how can you understand him? Wade Barrett, <laughs> my God, I can't. I mean, his commentary, I still don't know what's going on. I mean, he's gotten better. I, But I'm used... See, I'm used to Wade because, like, he was in NXT and, you know, as the only person really who watches NXT, I got used to it. 
I miss that little trio of him and Beth <laughs> and and Morrow. Uh, Nigel McGuinness is in Ring of Honor and AEW <laughs> now. That's a trip yeah, as a commentator. But, but, but we're so you were saying one last thing about that match though. Cody yeah, I really love able to do it. I love the, the fact that they that Dom was cut a promo in Spanish and then he continued to do so on the SmackDown after Mania too. And I was just like, see, I'm like, most of America won't get it, but I appreciate it as somebody who is bilingual to see somebody cut a promo in Spanish and for me to understand it and be like, this is what we call it's not a lot, but I call it progress. Yeah. I don't think it's enough to just throw a segment to the Spanish. Well, no, table. There was only one it's match where enough. the Spanish announcer table you got ruined. To, so I was just like, hmm. There was going to be a second, and then they faked there it out. There was, but it didn't happen. Like it didn't. would have loved to see more. I, I totally, totally agree with you. If you're going to go, and this is again, and I don't, I hate to, doing this tease thing, but with the merger and all the shit that's in the room now, if you don't play that international card in any way, yeah, totally. you're doomed. Yeah, they're doomed. And they won't because they're greedy and their money, you know, they're not going to, but well, that's their, their only national like, hey, you need to the country of Saudi Arabia, which will be interesting to see how that progresses with the new merger. We'll, yeah, we'll, sure. we'll talk we'll talk and, about uh, that uh, later. Uh, Once we get through WrestleMania, we'll talk about that because we got two pay-per-views for WWE in May, and one of them is coming from Saudi Arabia, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. This next match though. Dave Meltzer can eat a dick. It should be five stars, not 4.75. But Rhea versus Charlotte was the no. match of the night no. for me on night one. Fight me. I'm going to. I'm going to fight you right here because I think Dave's rating is right on the ma- I think Dave's oh. rating is right on the, ma- on the ball because, yes, once it got going, the match was amazing. And and literally, it's when they do the spike DDT, when, which is one of Rhea's best-selling things she does, from then on, was perfect. But having to get Charlotte into gear in those first 18 to 20 minutes of that match and having her not know what the hell to do and the crowd not behind her and not letting Rhea sell anything babyface it literally couldn't get going. So it's not a five-star match because they couldn't capitalize from minute one. Charlotte the entire time didn't want to be there, didn't want to do what she was doing. And you could tell at the end, she was forced to pay respect to Rhea by laughing at the side. It didn't make sense. There was no passion behind what Charlotte did until they did that spot with the DDT. And then Charlotte's like, okay, we're in the go-home stretch. I'm going to give it my all for the last five minutes. And that's why I'm pissed at it because it's a great match. Technically, it looks interesting from then on. And they did tell a bit of a story, but it didn't feel like both participants wanted to be there and actually work at it, whereas Rhea was trying to carry the damn thing on her back. So, no, Mikey. Dave's actually giving it more credit than it's worth, unfortunately. That is very fair. And I can I appreciate your honesty. And that's why I love this podcast because we can be friends. But <laughs> come, on, come on, come back. Let's go. John's rolling his sleeves up. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> uh, I um, I I am on Mikey's uh, on Mikey's side, quote unquote, quote unquote, quote unquote. But uh, I, I don't know, the the match that I saw. Um, 
in my opinion, with uh, Rhea Ripley and, and Charlotte Flair. Um, I think that was uh, the best match of the night. Um, I thought there was a lot of great emotion. Uh, I thought there, there was a lot of great acting. Um, I'm now I'm now interested. I want to, having heard what you said, uh, JVL, I, I want to actually re-watch that match now and see if I can pick that up because initially when I watched that match, I, you know, maybe, maybe it was because Rhea Ripley was, was, was carrying it. Um, or maybe uh, for, for whatever the case may be, uh, you know, I was, I was really, I was pulled into that, that match, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, Alice was pulled into that match, uh, as well. um, so uh yeah I like I I personally think that that was the even though the main event was the tag team championship I I thought that that was the climactic uh the climactic uh, uh a match you know and I'm not downgrading the tag team championship match or any of the other matches. Cause like I said before, you know, it's like, cause when you tell a good story, you have, you know, your rising, your, your rising has your fall action, rising fall. And this, you know, and this was a great, you know, great pinnacle to a rise action, you know? And then like, it built, it, it built. Just, yeah. yeah, it built. So it was, that's, yep. So that's, that's that. My thing also, that I want to I want to clarify on it quickly is that the whole thing with Charlotte at the beginning for me was that I think she was thrown mostly because she got hit in the face so hard that she was bleeding from the mouth from the beginning of the match and she wasn't set for that and there was definitely a receipt given back to Rhea for that at some point but I don't I think her head wasn't in it until she finally like got her head yeah, around yeah 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 I I remember seeing her just smack yeah smack flat. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Vibe Tribe production. What's going to happen next time? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. But until then, remember, audio podcast land, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, make sure that you keep the good times rolling. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.